This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. Big news in America this week as the expected red wave election never happened. I know the struggle. I've been waiting for my own red wave my whole life. But alas, robots don't bleed. Said. Our IPA livecast starts. Now. Oh, wait. She wants to have a period? Oh, is there any woman alive that wants to have a period? She probably just There's wants a to robot. be a real girl and make babies and whatnot. She wants to have little uh, little Shannons. Well, that's very different. I'm assuming robots, uh, she's a very advanced intelligence. Uh, there must be some way for her to reproduce, right? Write some code or something. Rob, I you're know. the tech whiz. Uh, I think that requires a few upgrades. Welcome to R.I.P. A live cast. She needs the vagina patch. <laughs> episode 696. Mm-hmm. And we are live Saturdays, noonish to about 130 ish Eastern time. You can hang out with us live on YouTube, on Twitch, R.I.P. A live cast. We also have a Discord. You can get the invite to our Discord and all of our links at ripalivecast.com. It's Rob here with Sid. Hey. Darren. Uh, hi. And if, you, if you're if you a new fan, uh, that 696 is not some kind of weird numbering system. No, we've actually been doing this 696 times at plus one episode zero. Hard to believe. It's wild. Mm-hmm. It is also a sexy number. We might, maybe we just every episode going forward just stays at six ninety six. It is very nice. Six ninety six B sexually, like you're sixty nining, and then your roommate is asleep in the bed next to you and your partner. Ah, That's good. Well, they could be they could be watching. They could be jerking off. Yeah, watching sixty nine. I thought the other six would be someone coming in with their face from the other end somehow. But But it looks like they have their back to the situation. Yeah, so that's sort of true. like turned away, like pounding it. Yeah, they're in the bunk bed, and the other person's sleeping on top of it. Okay, okay. so it's like a college situation. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. They're trying to be quiet while sixty nining. It's respectful. I, I I hear the term sixty nine. I always think of this red fox bit. Did you ever see this? Uh, he goes, uh, you know, when you with your lady and you're and you're sixty nining. Your nose is that far from her asshole. <laughs> you got to wash your ass. <laughs> and your nose. Yeah, yeah. I remember Howard Stern one time questioned a porn star about that. He was like, he had like he'd always have porn stars on the show. But he had an actress and he was watching one of her videos while she sat there. And I, she was going down on it. Like it was, it must have been a 69 situation. He's like, your nose is basically on that woman's butthole. Mm-hmm. And he was just very disgusted by that. He's a, he's a different folk. times. Different yeah. times, folks. Yeah. What? Now uh, he's not disgusted by it? Now, now it's the draw that <laughs> yeah, on the butthole. <laughs> but it still has to be clean, I would say. That even though that's, I would say, regardless, you should be having sex or not. Wash your butthole, folks. That's no, right. Yes, yes. Yes. But it's amplified <laughs> when you, when your nose is absolutely. Right the... Well, if you know you're going to be having a, a sexy time, go uh, clean off a little bit beforehand. It's fine. Sure. Nothing wrong with a little uh, mini shower. Mm-hmm. It's not what a bidet is. You just get a bidet. Yeah. You don't even need to go in the shower. That is that is that would be very convenient. Definitely want to get up a day. Like uh, the the way my toilet position is positioned in my 
uh, current bathroom. It's, it's a very small New York bathroom. So I don't think it'd be comfortable to have a bidet in there because I can't, I can't t- sit the standard way on the toilet because it's up against the wall almost. You're very tall, so you could probably just straddle the sink. You just sink as a bidet. <laughs> Well, I'm not Andre the Giant here. You know, <laughs> I suppose you, it's the small bathroom. Shit. You would I have to like... shit in sinks and bathtubs because you wouldn't be able to fit on the toilet oh. in, in like Japan and places like that. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't your home, wouldn't you prefer to shit in a bathtub over a toilet? So much more spacious and then let somebody else deal with the. But what if I have to use the shower during the time while I'm there? Yeah, like the lack of flushing is what kind of. Uh, like, I don't want to be. You just need like a really. Ma- I don't want to be marinating in the scent of my shit. If it was a, like a in and out situation, like I'm never going to. Like I'm at someone's house and I'm about to leave. Yeah. And I don't like them, I might yeah. consider that. Yeah. But- and not if I'm staying there, I still need to be, you know, use this bathroom. It's like the king size bed of toilets. <laughs> well, with Andre, it's a California king. So <laughs> what is this show, Rob? What are what are, what are we doing? Uh, this is a show where we're talking about pooping in toilets. <laughs> yes, it's or a tubs. Dusty Rhodes Muffler points out that the bathtub needs a garbage disposal gimmick. That would sure like yeah. for for poop for hair. There's yeah. a lot of things that could yeah. be disposed of. We we, uh, we we were promised this in the Jetsons and never got it. It's very sad. At the very least, it could be like a trauma horror movie <laughs> where somebody installs that and then the concoction comes to life. Sure, I'm for that. More trauma, please. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the big, the big rock story of the week is, uh, there's this new interview on the website consequence Mm -hmm. with, uh, Ozzy Osbourne and his wife, Sharon Mm -hmm. and, uh, friends of the show and, (laughs) and, uh, and, uh, there's some, there's some good quotes in here. So, I don't know if you guys have seen, but... Uh, I was not aware the, of this at all. The Osbournes have uh, decided to move back to England. And uh, a few months ago, uh, Ozzy was talking about how everything's fucking ridiculous here. I'm fed up with people getting killed every day. God knows how many people have been shot in school shootings. There was a mass concert at a shooting in Vegas. He goes, a mass- I don't want to... <laughs> That's how bad the shootings are in America. We have mass concerts at our shootings. Oh, Sorry, no. I messed up. There was a no, mass you, I like the way you said it. Better. Yeah, it's like when you get uh, too much uh, blood in your alcohol level. <laughs> uh, so he goes, I don't want to die in America. I don't want to be buried in fucking forest lawn. I'm English. I want to be back. Uh, but if my wife said we've got to go to Timbuktu, I'll go. <laughs> he said, but it's just time for me to come home. So he wants he wanted to move back to England. Feels it's unsafe. Buying into the propaganda. Yeah. The crime is up. I thought that I mean, although like, like I don't know. I guess with the school shootings, I guess he does have grandchildren that are about to enter enter a great Yeah, they're definitely going to the uh, kind of schools that the- get shot up. Yeah. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> they're going to the schools that had armed security before that was even necessary. They're fine. <laughs> And so, by the way, aren't his grandkids like out of college already? Like, what? Else? No. How old are these kids? 
No, uh, Jack Osborne just had like, like he has, you know, uh, toddlers basically. Or oh, like, okay. They're like five or whatever. I slightly uh, un- o- overestimated how old Ozzy Osborne is. I feel like, I feel like, Jack well, is- no, I, I think he does actually have a son that, that is like older than me. Oh, uh, cool. like somewhere between our ages from his first marriage, but then from his second marriage, uh, like Jack Osborne, I think he's in his early thirties. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Damn. I feel like he's been in my consciousness since I was in kindergarten for some reason. Seriously. <laughs> 37. He's 37. Oh, I guess, oh, so I guess he, I guess he became famous. Like when, you know, how old is, he, uh, he was really young. When he became famous. Yeah. They were, yeah, they were like young teenagers. Kelly Osborne is 38. Oh, I didn't realize she was older. Damn, Sharon was busy for that 11 months there. <laughs> Holy shit. That was probably the only uh, year where Ozzy could get boners without like a lot of help. Because it was way Maybe, before yeah. Viagra. Are you so, saying that Sharon did not inspire him to uh, perform his sexual duty I'm saying between that and between the amount of drugs and alcohol Ozzy was on, that you know. You're spreading the blame around evenly. Yes, there's plenty okay. to go around. Okay. Uh, so Ozzy in a, in a recent interview this is the one with consequence he said you know to be honest if I had my way I'd stay in America I'm American now <laughs> I don't want to go back fuck that so <laughs> what happened changing his tune so he, sw- uh, he pivoted 180 degrees within the course of a sentence here basically uh, well the original interview was in August the the first quote oh, that I was talking I about. Mi- I thought this was the same interview. but even Sorry. still that's a pretty big turnaround in the span of three months too mm-hmm. and we don't and this interview might have happened shorter than three three months ago you know no. they're just publishing it now uh and he's so- really just talking to a wall in his apartment and someone's <laughs> writing it down <laughs> I want to be in America no no I don't want to be in America he's just babbling. And uh, so Sharon is in the same interview, uh, and uh, she is quoted as saying, When I first came here, I thought I was in heaven. In the 70s, if you loved music, this was the place to be. It's not that hub anymore. It's not exciting anymore. It hasn't gone sideways. It's gone down. <laughs> Julia Child. It's, it's not a fun place to live. You're going to make a duck in the room. <laughs> it's dangerous here. Every big city's got crime, but I don't feel safe here, and neither does Ozzy. Ozzy. Uh, yeah, uh, and also it has, I'm sure it has nothing to do with how LA keeps rising, uh, like property taxes and mm-hmm. the state taxes on the rich. It's all about the crime because they, they, yeah. they certainly, and it's like, what crime, what crime do they experience? Like they see a few homeless camps on their way to the fucking fancy trader, not their, like their shop. What am I even saying? Like on the way to dropping off their, their maids to go to the I guarantee you, she saw the Paul Pelosi thing and thought that could be Ozzy. Yeah, it's just as easily. If one elderly rich man could get attacked by a commoner scum, then so can mine. Because she probably views herself very much similar to Nancy Pelosi. 
She's the Nancy Pelosi of the music industry. Well, also, I think like with Sharon right now, I'm sure there's a lot of bitterness because I don't know if you remember, we talked about this a year or two ago. She got canceled Mm -hmm. for uh, defending Piers Morgan and like really starting to like try to shut down her black co It wasn't just that. Wasn't there all sorts of allegations about her offstage behavior with her? Well, the, it was like a Paula. It was like a Paula Dean situation. Mm-hmm. Like one thing happened, and then people started digging yeah. up all these yeah. other stories. She said like some weird anti-Asian exactly. shit, maybe about one of her co-hosts. Yeah. There's some anti-gay stuff. There was. Some- She's old school, you know. <laughs> I think she was reading, uh, she was watching Steven Crowder as she's wont to do. And she realized that Ozzy might be on Grinder looking at uh, like what? People's, people's, uh, people's profiles. And then one of them might show up with a hammer and then try to here's, kill Ozzy. Here's what I will say I will say, I, I, I don't, I, there's not a, a, a part of me that thinks Ozzy is, is gay. I could see him as passively bisexual in the sense of like yeah. he is so drugged up and like he ends up in an orgy. Any and mouth like, is yeah, a good whatever. mouth. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And like, oh, you, okay, sure, I'll tug your dick. Like, like that's yeah. it. But it's like not He's at like, all. I want. Craves. I want to have sex with someone's mouth that doesn't sound like an Oliver Twist character coming out of it. <laughs> that's why he left England in the first place. That's why he doesn't want to go back. He should have left Sharon there. That's yeah. the problem. All the hairdressers in England sound like Sharon. You can't have that. Ozzy, I'm so wet for you, Ozzy! Oh, my God. I'm going to come! I'm going to come! I'm so close! Get in my wet pussy, Ozzy! Flick that bean, Ozzy! Uh, I'm right there! Ozzy's mostly deaf, right? Like, he definitely doesn't hear that. Well, that's why she's yelling. That's why she has to yell. Is he deaf it's... from his uh, musical exploits or from being married to Sharon Osbourne? <laughs> Once again, plenty of blame to go around. <laughs> Azuru asks, has anyone been wet for Ozzy in the last 40 years? Well, well that hairdresser, at if least. you look at all that concert footage, he's always spraying Pete, like the fans <laughs> with a hose. So they're all... It's not necessarily their choice, but they all get wet for Ozzy. So there you go. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, so, oh, and then there's another quote from Sharon. Uh, I'm so wet again, Ozzy, please (laughs) finish me off, Ozzy. Do you think the reason he originally got that hose because he saw the civil rights footage from the 60s and he thought that'd be a good way to keep Sharon away from him? Yeah. (laughs) He can't get enough water pressure to keep her out of the bedroom. Oppress me, Ozzy, please! <laughs> oh my god. Oh no! <laughs> please segregate my vagina, Ozzy! Yeah, segregate it from the <laughs> the living space and in its own separate room or its oh, own separate no. country. She's gonna be like um she wants to be to have Israeli apartheid in her uh, in her snatch. <laughs> Put my vagina in Bob Wire, Ozzy! Oh my god. This is going to a dark place. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to apologize. Uh, no. We t- 
I no, you're not I, apologizing. I stand by my 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 Sharon Osbourne uh, theater of the mind jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then then there's a on the topic of Bruce Dickinson, and of course Bruce and uh, Sharon in particular uh, don't don't get along at all. Not necessarily. They don't get along. It's documented that they don't. And infamously, of course, when Iron Maiden were on Ozfest, I believe in two thousand and five, uh, they were constantly like Bruce Dickinson. He's like he's very full of himself, and he's very braggadocious. Let's say, and he kept saying like we're the best heavy metal band from England, and like you know they're playing right before Black Sabbath. So he would say these kind of like passive aggressively, like I'm like we're not like those other bands. Like I actually sing my vocals or, or shit like that. Whatever. It's a very specific stuff. lane to take pride in. We're the best. Heavy we are metal the best band heavy metal band from England. <laughs> from England. We're the best Nothing heavy metal better. band from Sussex County. You got to start somewhere and you work your way up. You just knew where the ceiling was for his band. We're the best heavy metal band that starts with an I. (laughs) And uh, and there was one show. Oh, and I guess there were some shows where Ozzy canceled. I remember the show that I went to. I didn't get to see Black Sabbath because Ozzy was having some uh, vocal issue. He couldn't sing. And so it was just made in headlining. And then so he was just like, we play every. Oh, wait, I don't know why he sounds like Sharon. You know, you married for a long time. You start to take on each other's traits and stuff. Sorry. uh, But uh, then Bruce Dickinson, when they were headlining, I remember he said something to the effect of like, you know, we make every booking. Something like, like, again, taking like a dick. Like, what's the point of that? Especially when you're opening for the band, your shit. Yeah. And like, they're paying you. They're the promoter paying you. I don't get it. And you're all making lots and lots of money off of the combined draw of your two yeah. personalities you know like, yeah get, get, get it together man so sharon being the professional that she is got a bunch of bands from the smaller stages to put on masks and they all went and they pelted iron maiden with eggs and i'm the side of the stage or from the audience from the audience okay they went into the audience and started pelting them during their final performance of the tour and uh also Sharon reportedly ordered interference with Maiden's PA system, uh, stage entrance of the band's mascot, Eddie, and even encouraged the crowd to throw bottles at Dickinson because she took offense to the remarks she said the singer made concerning the quality of the tour sound system and criticisms he made about Ozzy. Among the comments she objected to was Dickinson telling fans during Maiden set that they would never see his band featured in a reality show. That's what it was. That I that was the... watch that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, and I guess the 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 knock was because at the time there was an MTV series being shot, MTV Two, The Battle for Ozfest. I don't even want to watch Ozzy Osbourne in a reality. Yeah, show. right. Like, why do I want to watch an Iron Maiden one? It's just them drinking tea and being very rich and in England. complaining about Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Seriously, like that's the only notable thing I know of that Iron Maiden has done in like the last twenty five years is is this story. Like, what are they? And not that they're not a great band, but like that I don't know of any extracurricular 
things that would make me give a shit about. They that. made like, that beer that Rob didn't like. He, right. He's a pilot. A well, they actually, no, there were. Oh, the there pilot were thing. Flavors. That's right. I yeah. forgot. There were other that. flavors that I liked that they <laughs> just the main, the trooper beer I don't like. <laughs> so could this show just be him flying a plane for two hours, like from Detroit to, to Miami or something? <laughs> uh also he like it's so like he does speaking engagements now to like uh corporate like it's i don't know it's like very he's just he's a you know interesting dude bruce dickinson uh anyway so ozzy put his asked, dick in sharon that'll solve oh all my these problems. god oh put his dick in son no uh oh i wasn't gonna go there ozzy uh was asked if he felt he was an underrated singer compared to other legendary vocalists like Dickinson, Halford, and Dio. Now, I think not, the, I don't think so. Uh, I don't. Cons- I think maybe, maybe. Like I feel like, uh, but I don't think Ozzy is as good a singer. Like if we're just saying a singer, but also perf- oh, there's. A, like, I think there's a difference between being a performer and a singer. There's also a difference. What is said, sorry, sorry, Seth. No, go ahead, Darren. I'm gonna say go there's ahead. also a difference between being good and being underrated. Like I don't think he's underrated at all. People think he's great. Yeah, he's more yeah, famous I mean, than the rest of them combined. Yeah. So what radio right. are we talking about? Like nerds, like Guitar World magazine? Yeah, like, yeah that's a great are we point. Talking about? So they are um, better technical singers than yeah, sure. the other guys, but that's not what people really care about. Yeah, Ozzy is proof that that is completely irrelevant, <laughs> except to right. like people that go to music school. I would say he's like known as probably the best metal singer of all time, and not best technically, but the most beloved. Yeah. I would agree with that, yeah. What were so, you going to say? I said I cut you off. <laughs> no, that was it. Oh, okay. Uh, so Ozzy was asked that. I think I think it's just a way for the interviewer to get Ozzy to start talking about these singers and comparing yeah. to them. So hopefully um, he'll pull an iron cheek and start saying something inflammatory. It's very possible. So here's what I'm not going to do Ozzy's quote with an accent because I just want the content to, to it speaks for itself. All right. Bruce Dickinson wow. is a great singer. But as a person, I've worked with him, and he's not very nice. Ronnie James Dio is no longer alive. (laughs) (laughs) He was a great singer. Thanks for the update. (laughs) This is Twitter. (laughs) I didn't really know him so well. It's like, what? She's dead? I'm just finding out now. It's like when Trump (laughs) found out about RBG. Oh, she was Uh, a great person. Great person. (laughs) <laughs> Ryan James Dio, good person, good person. great vocal Fantastic. cords <laughs> Fantastic hair He's <laughs> <laughs> only 5 feet 7 Not very tall, but great person He's got he's to slip something negative in there He liked unicorns, never understood that Very weird <laughs> Rainbows, oh, unicorns, rainbows That whole thing, a little off, but Great guy Uh So Ronnie James Dio is no longer alive. He was a great singer. I didn't really know him so well. I'm not one of these guys who says many things about people. The truth is the truth. Wow. I met Ronnie James Dio a couple of times. He took my gig, my Black Sabbath gig. But at the same time, I can't complain because I did great on my own. Did you yeah, he left. didn't, take it. You... He didn't <laughs> leave. He got fired. I got yeah, fi- somebody I, was going to take excuse it. Excuse me. Sorry, I'm not up on my uh, Black Sabbath history. I thought he left to do solo uh, albums. No, he got fired. <laughs> yeah, he was, and then, and then, he was oh. such a shit show that they just 
Yeah. It was affecting his vocals and stuff, so they just bounced. Oh, the Mustaine situation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, uh, anyway, but I don't sing for a judge. I sing for my fans. If my fans don't buy my music, that would tell me my singing isn't good anymore. But they're still buying my records. I'm my own worst critic. I don't rate myself more than Ronnie James Dio or Bruce Dickinson. That's not my gig. I don't care. I have fun doing what I do. My goal is to turn my fucking audience on. Oh. And that's what I try to do. I'm not interested if someone thinks I'm a fucking joke. That's fine. That's their opinion. And uh, okay, I think that's actually a great answer from him. Like, what does he give a fuck? If, If his fans are still showing up, it doesn't matter that he can't hit those notes anymore yeah. uh but isn't that counter and, to what we always say about like john bon jovi and vince neal like their fans are showing up apparently but mm-hmm. we still dunk on them for not being able to make those notes well we're allowed yeah, to dunk on them we're allowed to dunk on them feel bad about themselves yeah exactly the best exactly. case scenario is we get to shit all over these people and it doesn't hurt them yeah. win-win yeah i don't want i don't want to make ozzy feel bad but i also want to make some jokes yeah <laughs> Uh, so have we, have we, I, I haven't heard what he sounds like. Do we have any clips of that? Or? Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure I could find something, but it's okay. not fish. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just not good. I mean, it depends. It depends on the day of the week. Sometimes he sounds all right. Sometimes, sometimes he'll start the show bad, and then his his voice is warmed up enough for like three songs in. It's it's getting better. Although he hasn't really done shows in a while since the pandemic, so I don't know. He's had like Maybe he's medical issues, right? So who knows? Uh, what it sounds like yeah. Maybe he's rested. <laughs> he's got great uh, pipes now. Could be. Well, Could didn't be. that happen to James Hetfield? Like he took a few yeah. years off from when he was in rehab. He didn't sing at all. I think with Phil Anselmo too. When I saw him uh, perform down, uh, he did the first record, and I, I I went to expect it to just like I was like I'm going to see this like be an embarrassment. Yeah, but it was actually great. Like he he pulled it off, uh, but he knows his range. Like we've talked about before. Anyway, so the the comedy here is Sharon also in the room here, and she that's it. That's the, the comedy. comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and she answers the question, and she goes, uh, "Bruce Dickinson is a fucking prick." <laughs> Well, no, he's not a prick because a prick's nice. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> I like penises. Did I mention that? Penis. <laughs> penis, penis. Jose, fuck me right now. Anyone. The interviewer. <laughs> Please. Available. I'm as dry as a mummy sarcophagus. <laughs> <laughs> Get my juices flowing. <laughs> like River Thames. <laughs> Sorry. We oh, could call God. her the Iron Deficient Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she continues. He's a fucking asshole because the situation is he was on a tour called Ozfest and Ozzy Osbourne was paying him every night to perform. He accepted the gig. He knew what he was doing. He accepted the gig. And every night he would go on stage and say bad things about Ozzy. Well, and to be fair, I'm sorry, Rob. I go ahead. Say, to stop. be fair to Bruce Dickinson, 
My he had to go on Ozfest. Like you can't start your own tour, then it would be called Dick Fest. You <laughs> <laughs> had to go on someone else's tour. It's Hold just on, like, why not? That sounds great. <laughs> I mean, might attract the wrong crowd for our friend. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the crew and everybody and all the other bands would be like, "Are you letting him get away with it?" And I'm like. I sure am. But the last gig was just outside of LA. And I thought, you motherfucker. <laughs> now you're gonna get it. And so I had about 20 people in the audience, and a lot of them oh my god. And so I had about 20 people in the audience, and a lot of them were nurses from Cedar Sinai because what? I had cancer at the time. What? And they were all my chemo nurses. And they all came down and they fucking belted the shit out of him. She was so angry. She was like, no, nurse, put the chemo bag down. Pick up this carton of eggs and go into the pit. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? You couldn't find anybody else to throw eggs at Bruce Dickinson. Jesus Christ. That you're fucking chemotherapy nurse. She's sharing this as if it's a flex, but it's coming off very bad. And also, could you imagine being at OzFest and all of a sudden there's like two dozen like 50-year-old Filipino women in the pit with eggs? (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) Throwing Pad Kimau at you. How do they even get in there? I can't imagine nurses like pushing their way through to get to egg throwing distance. Can I ask another relevant question that I feel like was slightly eliding here? Uh, Why does she have 24 chemo nurses? Uh, Why did it's just a bag and an injection, like maybe two on rotation? What do you need (laughs) 20 fucking nurses for? She's very hard to deal with. They had to work in 15 minute shifts. (laughs) <laughs> that I, that I, that's a, you know what? That's a good answer, Sid. That's probably true. Good point. Do you think they actually did the egging, or they just like left the room, threw the eggs in the trash, and were like, "All right, well, I mean, we'll come back in an hour." Uh, Dusty Rose Muffler says, "Chemo bag opening up for diamond." <laughs> if the assassin doesn't get him, well, if only the assassin was on some chemotherapy, his aim might have been off. So, Dimebag <laughs> but then he would have just sent the nurses to shoot Dimebag. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Apparently, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but they would. But then he would have been shot with eggs, and he'd be alive. <laughs> what a shame! Maybe he would have slipped on stage, like slipped in some of the yolk, and, <laughs> and broke his neck. <laughs> it's a good thing Sharon never had a run-in with Pantera because she'd be sending these nurses to his grave to throw eggs at it. Oh, no. Someone was defacing the grave a few years ago. Oh, well, maybe it was. Maybe it was. They were sent by Sharon. Now that I yeah. think about it, these Did are just her ever... henchmen. Her <laughs> egg henchmen. Like... So there's she more. Sent them to the hairdresser's house. <laughs> just anytime somebody bothers her, she sent them to Leah Remini's house. That's her. She she has an egg Voltron that assembles every time. <laughs> every time someone fucks with her, the fucking uh, the the uh, manager of the or uh, uh, of the talk or whatever stupid show she's yeah, on, yeah. he pisses her off. <laughs> egg people assemble. Was it Gelman? I don't know. I forgot. To... I, you know that shit goes right in and out of my mind. Yeah, unfortunately. 
Gelman was for Regis and Kathy. Regis and Kathy, yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Now that you said that, I remember. Uh, and so there's more to this quote. And my thing is, you play, you pay. And the thing <laughs> is, if you're being paid to do a gig, but you don't like the person, then fuck off. <laughs> but don't stay. Take the money. Take all the good that's coming to your band through being on the festival, doing 24 shows, and still slagging the person that's paying you. Yeah, I, honestly, I agree with her here. Yeah. Uh, it's like, no, that makes you a fucking asshole. And he is. And he's never apologized. He's never went even he's never even went up and said hello to Aussie. The thing about him is he's just so jealous. And he's always been a Aussie. And that's his problem. I mean, you I know, honestly, I don't yeah. think uh, she's wrong. I don't think she's wrong. It's just her delivery method is very funny. Yeah. It's like kind of like Mark B. It's uh it's just it's like he, I side with what he's saying, but it also feels like this is the level she goes to no matter what the infraction is yeah so it's harder to take it serious when it's righteous like in this case yes because she's wrong all the time yeah (laughs) it sends her legion of egg throwers to the uh to the (laughs) site to attack somebody like there's so many things she could have done she ran the fucking tour that was the best she could come up with like come on sending her chemo nurses to throw eggs do you think like she chose the egg as a symbolic weapon because she's bereft of eggs uh, at this stage of her life? <laughs> See, all right, I'm going to preface by saying I myself am a cancer survivor, so I'm allowed to make this joke. Okay. But please. maybe she said the eggs because with the chemo, she lost her hair and that's what she looked like at the time. And so it was like a reminder, like this is who's... I ordered the egging. The egghead lady ordered the egging. She's like a Batman villain. (laughs) I feel so bad laughing at that. I I allow it. Thank you, Sid. Between the fact that I'm a cancer survivor and that both of us also are veering towards eggheadishness anyway right now. Oh, I'm done veering. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's try to be kind to both of us. That's very nice of you. But, I feel uh, like luckily I have somewhat of a of a nice shaped head that I can get away with it. But yeah, I'm glad oh, my face wasn't on screen for those jokes because <laughs> you were cracking up. Uh, we're so allowed. Like, I, 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 my presence allows those jokes. Okay, so there's a little more to the quote. Uh, <clears throat> after she says that he's jealous of Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Because the thing about Bruce, the thing is about Bruce Dickinson, he's hugely successful. He's got a great fan base, a great fan base that's been very loyal. The band are great guys. All the band are great. And they do great. You know, they're a great band. And you can't take it away. And neither would I take that away from them. But the thing about Bruce is he's unknown to the public. Bruce Dickinson could walk into anywhere and nobody would know who the fuck he is. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? He's a faceless singer to the general public. People aren't scrambling to get him for an interview. And the thing is, he's not interesting. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, Ozzy is original and Bruce isn't. And that's what eats Bruce away. Do you Honestly, think that's why Bruce learned it. how to fly planes? Because he wanted that to be like his thing. Like I'll be famous like Ozzy because I'm I'm the singer who knows how to fly a plane. And then the people were like, "Nah, we still don't really care. It's fine. Just sing your songs. It's okay." 
maybe honestly i don't think she's necessarily that off here yeah. like he might say that he doesn't care but he cares <laughs> i'm and sure the- like it, it's like what was the the simpsons guy the homer's co-worker who frank Wright. yeah yeah, yeah. It, i'm sure a lot of it is like that where he's like i actually sing I'm more active and blah, blah, blah. I'm better looking. How come this guy gets all the love and I'm just like forgotten? What is it? I don't get it. Like that's such a great stumbling into more success. And and it's not even that Iron Maiden isn't successful. They're massively successful. It's just they're massively successful within the world of metal. Ozzy is just. Yeah, he's a worldwide superstar. Yeah. But a lot of it is because of dumb, dangerous shit that he did that like, all right, Bruce, do you want to almost die and fucking bite the heads off of animals and all well, this? I, I, I think that that's famous. well, I think that's what adds to the resentment is like he hasn't done anything like he's had to do stupid stuff to get this world fame. Whereas yeah. I didn't. I, I got my fame on my on my vocals. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a I mean, look, Ozzy to me is a baby face, Sharon, kind of a heel. So mm-hmm. it's a heel versus heel situation. And I, I it's interesting. Like the way Sharon is talking is like the vibe of like a mom sticking up for her kid who's oh, being for sure. bullied. You mm-hmm. know, like she's speaking like these are things Ozzy absolutely feels, but he's not going to uh, pro- say it publicly because he's kind of a pushover. And he just and she- I don't think he's capable of saying that many words. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on. Uh, but. So I thought that was great. And the best thing about it is, you know, Bruce Dickinson, he does plenty of interviews. He's going to be asked about this. And, but and Sharon said nobody wants to interview him. <laughs> <laughs> well, now they do because yeah. the, he has something to talk about that's important. Yeah, Ozzie. they just want to interview him about Ozzy. What Ozzy thinks of him. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's thrilled. He's thrilled. <laughs> He like he probably woke up the morning after this came out and his phone was blowing up and he is so excited that it's just Ozzy, 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 share, 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 share. Finally, someone cares about me. Oh fuck! And didn't Bruce Dickinson have cancer? But then Ozzy got sick and that was the bigger news story. Like even that, <laughs> even that, he's overshadowed. Breaking news: Ozzy Osbourne stubs his toe, <laughs> and Bruce Dickinson's in this chemo bed. Like fuck you. Oh. God, when Bruce was getting his treatments, imagine if Sharon sent her nurses and he thought that they were just his nurses for the day and then they just <laughs> left. Oh, or or it's the opposite. Anytime a nurse walks in, it's He's like, afraid. are you with me or are you with Sharon? <laughs> Never trust a nurse. <laughs> Any nurse I see could be with the enemy. Uh, so there is, a, in this Blabbermouth article, uh, about the story, uh, they include a quote from Dickinson from 2017, okay. uh, where he he downplayed the friction between him and the Osborne. Now, also, this is now uh, what, like five years ago. Yeah. Uh, he says it's a complete storm in a teacup, meaning it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I grew up listening to early Sabbath with Ozzy. Ozzy and Sabbath are icons, so that's that. End of story. The fact that I don't like reality TV shows, well, I'm not going to offer an olive branch to the Kardashians either. <laughs> All right. Uh, I also, this just reminded me, I don't think we talked about this. Maiden just wrapped up a, a state, an arena tour and uh, a clip that went viral was 
of Bruce complaining about people smoking pot at the Maiden show. Oh, God. Let's hear this little rant. And I'm curious your opinion of it, because... Is that a man bun he's got? What is, he's got a man bun. So oh, for our audio listeners, he's wearing very tight leather pants. You could very much see his <laughs> uh, VPL, his v- visible penis line. It looks like the uh, the eggplant emoji from where yeah. I'm sitting here. Uh, Same shiny. Well, uh, he is well endowed. Is that? Uh, oh, can we zoom in? I'm not sure that's all penis. Like that whole because it could be just like a crease part of it. Anyway, it could be, but. It's safe to say. <laughs> uh, there's been other photos of him. Oh, uh, like actual peen photos? or Well, here, hold on. I mean, no, no, you, got a, you got a folder? Not, like, <laughs> not exposed peen. Oh, no, there's just this one famous photo, but it could be his pants stuffed. Oh, uh, that was a thing oh. back in the days. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so here's this clip of him. In the middle of a show while the band is uh, tuning up. Looks like Kevin Nash. <laughs> you know, you're the fucking idiot out of 10,500 people. Oh my God, and he's got a big ass as well. What's prompted this? I don't know oh, what it smoking. is. I mean, you know, there's so many people smoking so much fucking dope down there. I'm amazed you can even see. I love that the crowd reacts. Yeah, dope. dope. But he, but but he's, he's saying it. it. He's saying it. Yeah, like negative. So many fucking smokers up here. Yeah, thank you for acknowledging us. Poor old Steve. You know, I don't know if you know, but he absolutely fucking hates marijuana and the smell of it. All right. So when he's trying to play. Yay! Bass, <laughs> It fucks him up. So it fucks me up. I'm a singer, right? So, uh, so if you're not, I would just ask, tiny bit of respect. If you want to go get completely stoned out of your fucking mind, go out the back and do it. Right? Otherwise, you're going to end up like this fucking knucklehead here going, Jeez. This knucklehead is fucking. It paid like two hundred dollars to see your band. What the fuck? It paid for yeah. your for and, your mansion. And like, do you think Iron Man has ever played a single show without somebody smoking weed there? Like, you're in a fucking rock band. The what? funniest thing would be if he made that line. If you want to fucking smoke marijuana and fucking go out the fucking door, and then the entire audience like (laughs) stampede they all this he's talking to an empty room within seven (laughs) seconds and like the other thing about it that that now as i'm processing this as we're as we're goofing off his main source of revenue outside of the band is fucking alcohol which is a drug which people get tanked on there are people way more tanked on alcohol at this concert than dope so, how, like, really what the fuck? Straight. Fuck off. Because alcohol don't fucking ruin me fucking singing voice. <laughs> it's, it's not a moral thing. And if it's such a big issue, then have signs up at the door saying, please don't smoke weed. Like, this can't be the first time he's encountered this. I don't understand how all of a sudden, like, my, yeah, 40 plus years into his career. 
He's had enough with the weed it shows in 2022. He's a, what? He's an angry old man. Angry old man. He's like, you know what it is? He's big enough where he can have an ego, but mm-hmm. he's not quite. He's in the mega death zone. He's got incredibly successful career, incredibly, incredibly huge amount of actual fans that love him, yeah. just like Megadeth, but never quite got over that little bar to yeah. be like an iconic, like, mainstream well-known like beloved band they're not like the majority of the world probably knows who iron maiden is but are not like crazy iron maiden fans they have a huge huge following among metal fans but they just never quite made it i would say what sharon said was accurate like their shirts are bigger than they are you know like they're they're a big licensing company everyone knows the logo everyone knows eddie but they wouldn't know they wouldn't be able to pick out who's who unless you're really a metalhead and like again not a knock it's just how it is hundreds of millions of people billions maybe in the billions know of iron maiden but they are not iron maiden fans i would say just for spite ozzy should play the next cannabis cup (laughs) <laughs> well Ozzy's a big proponent of yeah. it. They, they were fucking one of their the first uh people to advocate for it just as someone who hasn't smoked weed in age like over 10 years i would say it is so cringe in 2022 to go on a fucking rant about marijuana like who the fuck? a fucking metal show <laughs> come it's on so bros i got it's... no dog in this fight i don't yeah. care if i i don't I don't smoke weed. I hardly hang around anyone who's does smoking the, weed. Does the, this, the scent of it bother you? Uh, bother, bother me is yeah. not the, the right word. Uh, I don't like it anymore, I would say. I used to love it. I would walk into a room and smell weed and be like, I'm going to get high now. This is great. And the fact that I don't smoke anymore has taken some of the shine off of that like initial reaction and sometimes it annoys me but not enough to be like stop fucking smoking weed like i get that people get a lot of enjoyment out of it and and i i respect that and it, I, I not enough it. to be like take your fucking dope and go to the back <laughs> of the room go out the fire <laughs> back of the fire room smile in the fire alley Fuck what about you sid yeah, it's, it's, I did. I don't. I mean, I live in New York. And no matter where you go, you're smelling something. There's way worse things to smell than yeah. weed. It's, <laughs> cigarette, like, oh, cigarette smoke. Cigarettes, bothers me. Cigarette smoke genuinely bothers me. Like mm-hmm. cigar smoke. Uh, like it hurts me. Uh, marijuana smoke. I like. It's it's a it's a ple- It's like smelling apple pie for me. It's like, oh, someone's having a great time. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, there uh, was a dude smoking a cigar. <laughs> uh, at this gig I, I did recently, it was outside. Uh, it was it, it, remember when Noah uh, wanted to do a kickball elite? Yes, it, I got mm-hmm. I, and I usually don't do this. I did it. I refereed a kickball tournament because it was an ungodly amount of money mm. to do almost nothing. So like I was there all day, and this guy was just smoking a, a cigar, a big stinky ass cigar. Ugh. Right in my face. It was just the way. And he's a nice guy. I didn't want to like you to say anything, but oh my god. Was he God. like a 70-year-old George Burns? Or no, and I think I mentioned this guy to you privately. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show. He's a really nice guy. He usually does these volleyball tournaments mm-hmm. that I do. And he and his brother are the hosts of the tournament, and they're like uh POD members. Like they're like he's they're just like really cool 90s like hip hop. Uh, and and metal like K Rock guys, their playlist is all uh, late nineties uh, like 
Rob's playlist from 1999 <laughs> plus 90s hip hop and early 2000s hip hop. Okay. It sounds great. great. They have the beards. They, I mean, they fit the stereotype to to a T, and they're living that life in 2022. And I fucking, I love it. Like they could be like Cypress Hill entourage guys. <laughs> okay, they're really cool. But the one drawback is one of them smokes really disgusting cigars yeah. for whatever reason. And I thought he was smoking a blunt, and I went up, and I so I was like, oh okay. And then this fucking cigar smoke comes Oof. out of it, and I'm like, Ugh. not a fan. I don't mind pipe smoke. The smell of that. When I was a little kid in my building growing up, the guy who painted the apartments, he also lived in the building where he was around all the time. He was this older guy and he always would be outside smoking from like an old school, like the little wooden pipe, you know, the corn cop pipe type situation. Yeah, sure. And so I have like fond memories of that. And that, that smell didn't bother me, but cigar, cigarette. Yeah, it's gross. That's funny you said that because I have the opposite because my grandfather uh, used to smoke a pipe just like you described, mm -hmm. and I didn't get along with him very well. Okay. So I have a negative connotation to pipe smoke. The actual aesthetic of it doesn't really smell bad to me, but it yeah. triggers something in there. That okay. I'm like, mm. I don't want to think about this. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm a fused. I have a, a similar connotation to like an old man in my grandma's building smoking it and it, it smells good it's uh, funny i think maybe we link back to that with a pipe because nobody fucking smokes pipe yeah anymore. it's a very specific <laughs> yeah. memory to have one at all of that yeah, yeah i remember actually uh when we were cleaning out my uh grandma's apartment uh i found one of those pipes that my grandfather had who had oh. passed away many years it? prior uh yeah with weed and uh it wasn't the same no. <laughs> Did it still it's have like too... stanky thirty-five-year-old pipe tobacco in it? No, it was pretty clean actually. Uh, it's just the 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 chamber is too deep, really, for to constantly be relighting. You know, it's kind of. Mm. I thought you like deep chambers. Uh, no, I like I like them nice and tight. Oh, okay. was deep chambers. <laughs> uh, one of the guys on, on your uh, playlist. Yeah, I was gonna. It's it's, <laughs> it's one of the EDM bands I've. Oh. <laughs> Deep Chamber is actually a genre of, of, of oh, house. Right. I'm at a point. Actually, but <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Like oh, oh, Chambers. I, oh, I thought you were talking. He's about an Indian guy, like Deepak Chambers. Oh. They, call, <laughs> they call him Deep for short. Uh, there's a little more to this Bruce Dickinson clip. Let's, oh, my let, goodness. Let, let's hear him be an old man a little more. All right. And then fucking pipe tobacco smokers. <laughs> <laughs> Go on the other fucking <laughs> This fucking uncle right here going, oh, oh, oh. Uh. and the was used by a bear. That's Shakespeare, never mind. Whatever. Anyway, as for the rest of us, a, a square oh, old man that are left now. Fuck me, you're a long way away at the back. How are you? Alright? He's searching for one person, not smoking weed. Right? <laughs> I have your information from Titan Master. Oh, he's really funny if he pulls out a list and he's like, all right, now let's talk about the motherfuckers sniffing glue in the audience. He directs if you Please don't sniff. If you do, if you're sniffing poppers, go to the popper corner. Okay, Steve Harris doesn't want to smell your poppers. He's allergic to nitrous. Are uh, you, Tosa? Are you doing amyl nitrate in me audience? <laughs> <laughs> and 
and you got a fat ass too. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Oi, mate. Oh, you mixing pop rocks with Coca Cola? <laughs> What else can you complain about? With the exception of one fucking idiot, right? <laughs> the rest of us here are here because after three years of being locked up, locked down, and forbidden from doing everything we like to do... Oh, uh, that's not really what happened. <laughs> we can fucking get on with it now. Can you pause it, Rob? I think it's pretty safe to say a vast majority of this audience uh, did not adhere tightly to yeah, COVID right? procedures. <laughs> Let's just be real here. Yeah, they were probably the first people to go back to shows. Which is so weird. He's so he. I guess he's against lockdowns and telling people what to do, but then he's okay with telling people not to smoke weed. Like which? Yes, he's okay with locking people in a room to do to smoke weed. But yeah. not to... whatever suits him in that moment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Quick man cometh. Boy, oh, is that pineapple on your pizza? Unacceptable. <laughs> a British person should not have opinions about acceptable food. I'm sorry. No offense. Many great things over in the UK. Right here. <laughs> so we got people here from obviously from. I just want to point out that's definitely his penis. You could totally uh, see. Okay, like, I defer to the expert. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, it's just waving around at me. I can't like my eyes. Just, I can't miss it. This would be. I'm not, me I'm not if, trying to look. If I was in this audience, this would be me right now. You ready? Sing a fucking song. <laughs> Stop yelling at people. He's I like, was oh. locked up for three years not to hear you rant. <laughs> It would be so funny if he's like, he just bait and switch them and he just goes, we've got everybody in the fighting world here. Yeah? We've got people from Wales. And then he goes, Ehh. and then he goes, and you all fighting suck. <laughs> just do a heel promo. <laughs> Tonight, right here, right now, you are part of one big fucking family. Unless you smell in marijuana. Fuck <laughs> off! He said it! He said it! Oh, sorry, sorry. Hold on. Oh, there it is. <laughs> if I were to call you one big family, that's not enough. You see, we're kind of a band of brothers. That's what a family is. And without wishing to get into fucking men or women or anybody in between, I'm just going to be generic. I'm going to say every fucking what? person here, my friend, we are all brothers. We are blood brothers. Okay. Cool. 
All right. Wow. I'm so hyped up for a song now. His Hold banter is as long pot. as his fucking songs are. Yeah, 12 minute long songs, and the banter takes that long too. We needed Sharon Osborne and her egg army to show Seriously, up. Seriously, anything. <laughs> fucking hell. Are you going. throwing fine eggs, mate? Oi, you, third row. <laughs> Put that fucking egg down right now. Are those cage free? <laughs> Organic. Oh, jeez. That was we were, fucking. We were locked up for three fucking years to ruin the fucking environment by endangering <laughs> fucking chickens. <laughs> wow. So that was fun. All right. Uh, elsewhere <laughs> on the internet. Yes. So, by the way, what we can say to sum that up, Sharon was right. Okay. Yes. Cool. Cool. In this rare instance, we're Team Sharon. Sharon won the dick zero. <laughs> Let's just call him the dick. <laughs> Which is also how many dicks Sharon gets. <laughs> zero. Aw. Right. Oh, Rob, there's a, there's a sex uh, spam bot. Ooh, chat. we finally made it. Oh. <laughs> Please don't click that. You can't vouch for the uh, safety of it. There wasn't even a link. That I saw. Oh, like There's the name of the, the uh, oh, is the username oh. was the address that you're supposed to go to. I'll do so. that after the show. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> uh, so, in other, in non music news, a uh, there's this video of cops questioning this incel who. Uh, oh, this woman was being stalked by this guy. And she called police on, on them, and then this the guy being stopped by police started recording uh, as if he is wrongly being interrogated. Right. Which, by the way, not defending this guy at all, but that's a fair thing to do when cops are interrogating you to turn to absolutely to have your own evidence. Uh, and uh, the problem is. That as you watch the footage, you realize that this is one of those rare instances <laughs> where they are actually doing their job. The cops and are not at fault in any point, except for one, which I'll point out when we get to it. There's one thing that I take issue with. But other than that, I, I do we know where this took place? Uh, wasn't it wasn't it Florida? Am I wrong about that? I think Florida. I'm not sure. Well, there's a there's a, a a call letters in the bottom right here. Someone could look it up as we watch it. Winner. No, that's the web. That's a one for one. I kind of like. Okay, so here he is explaining to the cop what he just did. Now let's watch and how it's unreasonable that he's being stopped for it. The Cracker Barrel, and I was going to play a song for a woman that I kind of like, and uh, I got there, and she saw me, and she immediately pulled away, and. Uh, I, I wasn't forcing her to listen or anything, you know. I just wanted to play the song for her, you know, give her her own choice yeah. if she wanted to be with me, you know. <laughs> oh, dear. Did she know you? Yeah, I worked with her there for, like, five, six months. Did y'all have a relationship? No, we were talking a little bit, but it never really got serious. Okay. But anyways, I pulled up there, and I was in the other parking lot, and I saw her get in her car, and I was, I was like, oh, shoot, it's my moment. So I pulled up there next to her, and she... 
pulled away from me. And uh, so I chased her a little bit just because I'm. I don't know. Women are crazy. Like I felt like she like, <laughs> wanted me to chase. Do you them. not think Jake is so much crazy? Women be crazy. They want you to chase them. Oh. <clears throat> All right. Crazy. Well, it's just like I, I only went like a couple blocks down the street. Yeah, it's only a couple of blocks. Like crazy when they when they obviously don't want to. Well, I had my song playing, and I wanted to like her uh, to hear it. Maybe. Well, apparently, but... she didn't want to hear it, right? So what else happened? Let's get on with the story. Um. Well. Anyway, yeah, wrap it up. Her her father called me up and he made some threats to me and to my life, okay. and so I just want to have his name what, on file. What, what did he say to you? Uh, I think he said he's gonna stab me, like, but he, he's like cussing at me. He said that, or he did say that. He said he says I'm gonna do something to you. I swear I do something to you. For chasing his daughter. Yeah, but it wasn't chasing. It was like going down a couple streets. Like that's like fun to women. Like women like that. A little no, bit of excitement. Don't. No, they don't. Well, <laughs> what about like if I was a father, I'd probably tell you the same thing. What about like BDS and Okay, porn, that's the women part like- that's the part that I disagree with the cop because he basically and he says this again later, he's like kinda defending the father for saying he's gonna murder the guy, like you know, like he if didn't say guy- he was gonna murder the guy though. Well no, 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 but he but the 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 cop saying that I'm not saying the guy's correct. But he, the cop mm-hmm. is saying like if the father said that, that's fine. That the cop that the guy can just stab this lunatic uh, guy following the daughter, and that's cool too. Like, I don't think the cop should be, you know what I mean? Like, but honestly, that. in whatever state they're in, it's probably legal to do that. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. To be have rape fantasies. Well, apparently, this girl doesn't. Well, Wait, what? Hold on, let's BDS go back. BDS porn. Where women go back to it. What about like BDS and porn? Porn. I'd probably tell you the same thing. What about like BDS and porn, where women like to be have rape fantasies? Well, it's always good to bring up to oh, a cop. Uh, yeah, like, but <laughs> in, in my point, defense, you've lost the argument. In my defense, there is rape in pornography that I watch all the yes. time. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes you look good. Knows what most women do like having rape fantasies. Do you think she does? I don't know, but apparently she don't. <laughs> Well, so, so what do you want us to do? Well, I just want you to get his name on file just in case he does do anything do you, do you to me. Do you know his name? I know his daughter's name. What do you know his name? I know her name. I don't know his name. He called me from a restricted phone number. Okay. Here's, here, here's my suggestion. Leave her alone. Good suggestion. Well, this yeah. is one song I made, and this was the final chance of it's going to happen. Here's my chance. Here, here's my advice. It's over. Leave her alone. Okay. Fathers will hurt you over their daughters. Yeah, but that's the thing is she needs to have her own free will, man. You do not understand. I'm a man myself, bro, and I need myself. I'm a man myself, bro. I think Sid nailed something here by saying that whatever state this is in, the father would probably be probably be allowed to just go to his house with a shotgun. Yeah. And blow his head off. Yeah. So this is good. This is. Unusual, like Rob said, unusually good police advice for somebody. They're just saying, leave her alone, walk out of the fucking thing. And, 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 and. A lot of places, they'd probably have this guy with the, the kneeling on his neck already. Oh, if he was black. Oh, oh I'm sure <laughs> this already... guy would do that as well. Yeah. Especially a black guy approaching a white woman for a couple yeah. of blocks yeah. with a song he wrote. I do we get yeah, to hear the not. song at any point? Oh, I hope. Let's so. see. I didn't see it. I watched this at the end and I didn't see it. She's being controlled by him. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's that's her choice, right? Free well, choice, free will. I think she should go do porn. Okay, you need to leave. It's legal. You need to leave. 
Well, I know. think now she's just doing the, uh, this guy's just doing the Sid thing of saying the most. Yeah. He's doing <laughs> like, a bit. He's doing a bit. Yeah, now he's doing a bit. For sure. I'm, I'm having discussion on. I'm having discussion telling you to leave. Are you threatening me with I'm arrest? Are you threatening me? He's Cornholio now. If you do that on public property, I'll, you know, I'll leave. You're, under... you're, free. you're free to do whatever you want to do right here, but we're not doing anything else. I'm just giving you advice. The girl doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah, but there's, there's something twisted about that. There's something twisted about the way you think. I, I was going to let her make her own choice after the yeah, song. Well, she's made her choice. She made her choice. Yeah, like the she song. had a reasonable opportunity to make a choice because I'm going to blow up and I'm going to be a famous DJ and I'm going to be how, like how old is she? Uh, two years older than me, 27. Oh my god, this guy's 25. I'll speak with her. Oh, I thought he was like 17. Uh, so. Oh my god. Uh, I believe so, uh, but I can't stop recording the video. Well, that's okay. I'll go by her job. She works for right? Correct. Okay, I'll speak with her and then I'll get back with you, okay? All righty, sounds good. Thank you, guys. Now he's going back into what is this like a hotel? Yeah, it looks like a hotel lobby. Or maybe it's the police uh, station. Because he said he came to file the Uh, father's name at the police station. Yeah. And now he's just in the. In the parking lot. Oh, oh and now we boy. see what he looks like. Whoa, oh, he's got a pube beard. Lindsay's dad. I hope you see this fucking video. Wow. You know what? So he's the basis for Five Finger Death Punch, or <laughs> you know, come to terms with themselves. Wow, this is scary. This guy's a fucking creep. And now he's making a threat. I don't know. Something um, the cops want to deny. I never understand guys who have like these. Like, isn't this annoying? These hairs are getting on your lip. Like, you should trim that, buddy. (laughs) He's too focused on this other thing, man. He'll do that when this is resolved. Belligerent LGBT shit has her. Wait, pause it for a second because he. You should listen to this because he. He. Starts out with a little bit of a manifesto, and then he he makes a big like a threat in this. Okay, let's see. You know what happens when women don't ever, you know, come to terms with themselves. What does that even mean? Bad shit happens. There you go. I don't know. I think pause it. I think if I understand what he's saying, it's that when he means when he says women come to terms with themselves, he means they have to like realize that they want the neckbeard guy to yeah. rape them or be or to ro- to have rough sex mm. with them or whatever. And they just don't know they want it yet. But once he plays her that song, they're going to realize what they really want. Like he's going to win her over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Something um the cops want to deny me trying to get her to be straight. Something what? is wrong about that. I don't see why these traditional ass motherfuckers think they can speak shit whenever it's this woke belligerent LGBT shit that has her. So right wait. Now. So now I'm really also getting crush on is a lesbian. Yeah, now I'm <laughs> and he he was in the process of converting her to being straight to be with him, and the cops are interfering because they want her to stay a lesbian. 
because they're woke. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they're supposed to be traditionalists, I guess yeah. And her father is controlling the bullshit. I just don't see it. I'm her father's making her father. That's how I feel right now. I've lived this life. I've been the greatest. I've been down and I've been in about. When was the part when he was the greatest? Was going, but um. Fucking snakes, man. She was gonna lure me in a trap. What? Whenever I was gonna go, you know, play a song for her. It's just how it is. Clearly, this dude's got but, some uh, mental. Shout out to all my bros. Issues. Shout out to his bros. I know that my dudes. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm really getting depressed recently, you guys. Oof. I feel like uh... yeah, there's not faith in me. Oh, he's going to cry. This is what Mark B videos would be like if he wasn't married. Yeah. 100%. Thank God he found a wife. Because otherwise. Uh, if you don't yeah. listen to my song, I'll meet you on Coney Island Avenue. One man and one woman enter. One man leaves. And it ain't going to be you. <laughs> Darren, uh, in our offline chat, you said that you actually found a clip of this song. I do. I have a short clip, but he didn't upload the whole thing. Oh, okay. Let's thrash it. the trash. Let's hear it. My wife. <laughs> oh, it sounds a little familiar. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to listen to this? I don't get it. What's your problem? I think that would win me over if a man wanted to rape me and I heard that. I would say, oh, this might actually be a good situation. Uh, there's actually a follow-up clip. Uh, and it looks like eventually he did get arrested, this guy. Oh. So here's this follow-up clip. It's a little messed or, up. Or have you ever heard the song, yeah. Baby, It's Cold Outside? Oh, um, no. Probably. You know, he's like saying, she's but, saying no, I'm saying yes, and they're just playing this game. Oh, my God. But that's for the guy. judge to decide, not me. Okay? <laughs> I know, I know. Just the way it is. And lots of people stood up for that song, so, I mean. What? Or have you so, uh, yeah, he got arrested. Let's is that see. the same guy, that video? I missed the setup to that. The yeah, guy, that was the Incel, yeah. Different cop, but same incel. Uh, but so... Uh, they launched an investigation into Jacob Yerkes. That's the intel's name. Jacob y Jerks? What? Yerkes. Y E R K E S. Yerkes. Oh. Yerkes. Oh. Regarding threats he was making towards a former coworker, it was determined Mr. Yerkes was making unsolicited contact. And it was further found that he was posting on several social media sites, including YouTube, making threats of violence. Yeah. Oops, he made one me. in that video. Yeah. Bad things happened. Uh, the social media threats garnered national garnished national attention. Oh. The cops, right? They Ooh, put a little garnished. sprig of <laughs> sprig of parsley next to the national attention. <laughs> that led to the Luden County Sheriff's Office becoming involved, as well as Federal Bureau of Investigation Joint Terrorism Task Force. Okay, uh, Virginia, I guess this is. So he's been uh, taken into custody on charges of aggravated stalking and harassment, and it is an ongoing investigation. Yeah. And... <laughs> uh, Dusty Rhodes Mufflers is pretty sure this guy was a metal injection commenter. <laughs> <laughs> 
buddy. So good. I just, I I feel like I'm just finding out that what his last name was. I'm almost 49% sympathetic to him now growing up with that name. (laughs) It can't, it has to be bad for your mental stability. Spell the last name, Rob. What was it? Y-E-R-K-E-S. Yerka, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ways you could go with that. Jerk ass. That would be number one. Jerk it. Yeah, sure. Lots of jerk stuff. <laughs> you can't be you can't be set up for a good life. It's a self-fulfilling that. prophecy. Right, right. When I hear someone was threatening to rape a person or beat them up or kill them, especially a woman, and then I find out their name was Yerkes. Uh you know, I don't I'm not surprised, let's say. Rhymes with circus. There's another one. It's true. Jerkus circus. They probably called them in the school bus. <laughs> I see. I, they just come to me naturally. This is how kids are. I still have and a This kid is brain. after like knowing him for five minutes. Imagine every day at school. Hey, jerkus. <laughs> Writing songs for girls again, jerkus. <laughs> no one's ever going to love you. He's the legitimately weird owl. That's true. Like very he, weird. Yeah, the not cool kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, hey, let me read this from Quick Man Cometh. I can imagine him at trial. He's representing himself. Your Honor, Exhibit A, baby, it's cold outside. I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> I let you know. I've heard this before. By the way, I've heard like this type of person defending, uh, like. A, opposing no means no type of philosophy by saying well some women mean yes when they say no and referencing that song which Uh i feel like they're misconstruing how that song came up in the public consciousness like i feel like it's an old song and there there was a sort of um every christmas this this comes up i don't know if you guys are on top of this but that Uh, song plays somewhere not so much i feel like it's basically like the decision has been made in recent years but yeah but no, but there's always someone that's going to oppose that because it's woke shit yeah. and it's like this is yeah. cancel but culture. Is a, I, I understand it's meant to be kind of like a tongue-in-cheek song, but if you actually look at the lyrics and it see is what they're crazy. saying, yes. yeah, like the woman is saying, I want to go home, and the guy is saying, under no circumstances are you leaving. But right. they do it with like witty back-and-forth banter, yeah. and it's supposed to be charming. But I think but- they're like if two people have a relationship they're free within those boundaries to sit, to have that discussion. Like you can have a no means yes discussion with your wife or with a girlfriend or yeah. somebody who you're close to or a gay really, you know, I'm not trying right, to gender right. it. It could be anybody, but uh, that's one thing. But then when you were a guy who's in love with the girl at the Cracker Barrel. Yeah. From six months ago. That doesn't apply to you. Like you can't, you, you can't Great take point. that and transport it to your situation where the girl just doesn't want to fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, that exactly. Uh, you said it. You said it perfectly, Darren. Like that song is there is an established relationship between the two people singing it that they're already right. in an agreeable relationship, and they've already she had to had. start out at the guy's house, right? Yeah, and so uh, that's certainly what he's missing. He thinks that's permission. In general, I, you know, this guy's a fucking lunatic, but I do have a sympathy for these young men who don't know how to properly socialize in the real world uh just because 
like I'm, I'm not, I'm saying like he took it to a place where I don't feel bad for, for this person. There are plenty of people that don't know how to communicate that aren't fucking rapist stalkers. They're just, just, Awkward. they don't have social interaction skills just because everything is online. now. I and think even courtship is online now, so they should. Yeah. Shouldn't it be well, easier? I think here's the thing. You raised a good point, Rob, uh, is that like, there's a, a, there's millions of people like that and men and women who can't really they they can't interact they have they're socially awkward and then on top of that well we had that when we were kids but there was no instagram there was no social media showing everybody every second of every relationship of everybody they know constantly so they get this like fomo or whatever and it drives them insane and then once they reach that point there is like this big pit of people telling them oh well it's perfectly valid to go harass women that don't want to sleep mm -hmm. with you yeah and it's they, not your fault it's the girl's fault and they get directed onto that fork of the of the road you know so i feel yeah. like this is there is something to relate to in this guy's story but he's taking it to a place that is just horrible there's no introspection it. it's never well maybe if i shave the neck beard girls will like me no it's like no i am fine i'm not the problem it's hard for being stuck up Right. You raise another good point, Sid, which is that there's always something you can do. I can't stress yeah. this enough to anyone young in in the audience. Uh, there's something you can do to make yourself appealing. Like everyone has great things about them. There's something valuable about you. Not everyone is a supermodel or anything, but someone will love you if you make if you present the best possible version of yourself. Yeah. If you if you if you dress a little nicer or you you develop an interesting hobby or whatever it is to you just do, do a real inventory of yourself and say wh what's the best version of me and i'm gonna be that and then you develop confidence yeah. and then the people you're attracted to some of them are gonna be attracted back to you some the, of them won't and yeah that's the, some of them is the key because you also have to accept the fact that some people are just out of your league no matter what you do and there's no way you're going to convince them to join your league Especially when they're a lesbian, like in this guy's case. Oh, was it stated that she's a lesbian? It, right? It, I didn't it, his rant he, in the car. he suggests it. Yeah. That might have been when I was uh, looking up my audio files. Mm. So I might have missed that. But yeah, but like some people, like no matter what you do, they're just not going to be interested. And that's also okay. He you might just need to adjust your standards sometimes. Is he, is now, do we know he was. She is a lesbian, or was he just saying she's a lesbian because she doesn't want to fuck? Yeah, we, that we don't know. I don't know, but he's making it seem like he was going to convert her, or he was going to bring mm. her back to being straight. I've heard a lot of guy like guys on the edge of desperation who just throw out le the lesbian uh, word when they, a woman's not interested. It must be because they're lesbians, not because mm. I'm unappealing in some way. Mm -hmm. It's also possible that maybe they these two work together, and he saw that they had similar interests. And the fact that they had similar interests because she's also into girls. <laughs> but he was like, no, 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 this girl is perfect for me. She's just like me. It's like, well, she's just like you for a reason, man. She likes puss. He just, yeah. We should go to strip clubs together. Yeah. <laughs> Dusty's asking, uh, what's the solution? I don't know what you're referring to. Yeah, uh, with the incel problem that he was asking. I don't know what the solution is. Uh, the solution. Well, I think Darren was saying what the solution is, is like work on bettering yourself. And, and also, I think a big problem is uh, that, and, and this is not just men or, or like people of, of 
of this internet generation uh, have uh, expectations. Like women owe it. Nobody owes you anything. Yeah. No women owes it to you to have sex. When you go in with that attitude, you're already losing. If you go in with no expectations, you will be pleasantly surprised at what ends up happening. But if you have expectations, you will most likely be disappointed. And your expectations are probably exceeding the level of comfort for the other person. That's a good way to put it. And I want to throw one other thing in there. The solution to the problem of, let's say people have ignored that advice and they've reached the place where this guy is. And now they're teetering on whether to do self-improvement or to go into the incel right-wing uh, hellhole. So the, the solution for that to me, and it sounds corny, but I think it's just mutual aid. Like people have to come together and be kind to each other. Like you got to be kind to people instead of like immediately dismissing this people because they're cringe or because they're in a bad place or they're stupid or they, they're corny or something you find. I think immediately there's like people are, are when they relate to each other, they're immediately trying to dismiss the other person. Like, what is it about this person that I could find to pick them apart and be shitty to them? And we can accept them and go, look, you got a weird beard. Okay. Maybe uh, I, I'm not going to make you feel like a fucking idiot immediately to your face that you have a weird looking beard or whatever it is. Or maybe you have trouble relating to women. Here's a time that I had a trouble relating to women. And I'm going to tell you about that. And maybe we laugh about it or something like just be kind to people. And that doesn't mean be a pushover. Like if someone comes into your situation and they're treating you like an asshole. All right, fuck them. Like you can certainly respond in kind by being an asshole back to them, but don't lead with being a fucking asshole all the time. That's what I see in a lot of people. And I'm not even going to blame that on the internet. I've seen that since I was 10 years old, you know, and I'm old. So I just think there's like this, although it has gotten worse, I would say, but there's just this feeling like I get from reading people on the internet that like, everyone's afraid to be cringe. Everyone's afraid to be seen as a loser. Like go out, do things like do positive things. Like go touch grass is the saying now, like go have a life full of experiences and be Disconnect. kind to people yes. be, and be kind to people. That's the most important yeah. thing. Like even if they're saying something objectionable and try to understand what what led them to that to that point, you know? I don't know. I feel like that would that would ease a lot of this shit. A lot of these people get go astray and go into right wing fucking shittiness because they didn't find anybody to connect with to ease whatever. And that's another thing. I feel like there's a lot of uh lines being drawn. Like I feel growing up. I had friends who were ultra liberal and then I had friends who were dumbass conservatives and we all kind of like just got along and like yeah. understood each other. But now I feel like the stakes feel so much higher uh, and like uh, people are less forgiving. Like if, if somebody says one stupid thing, it's over, you know, mm. um, uh, and, and I say this like this is, of course, to a point, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you can't be a I, Nazi. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can tell uh, the difference between somebody with some misguided conservative opinions and somebody that wants to exterminate me because I'm Jewish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can yeah. tell the difference. And also I feel like with some of these kind of opinions, it's just clear that the person never really thought out why it's illogical. Like I've had so many discussions with people about uh uh trans women in sports as an ex just as an ex like this is the first thing that came to my mind of just a hot button issue where like oh somebody might bring something up and like where they they went into it being like oh i'm totally against it and you know i instead of just writing them off i would just engage them and kind of explain like 
like my whole uh, take is essentially like it's kind of ridiculous that somebody wants to be so good at sports that they're willing to change their body this much just to get like a gold medal. Like that's ridiculous. People just want to play sports, you know, Uh, and and I feel like the more you talk to somebody and just and not yell at them or, or demean them, just have a conversation with them they'll come around to it. And I feel like I, I'm, I'm personally, I feel I'm very good at that <laughs> uh, with that stuff or just in general, le- like le- leftist ideas on people that don't necessarily think about it. Like just don't brand it as socialism. Just be like, wouldn't it make sense if this happened? Yes. Well, guess what? That's <laughs> You're a socialist. <laughs> but also the one other thing I want to add is that the trans issues in sports is very illustrative of this thing we're talking about because like it's something that if you remove all context and you just think about it it's reasonable though wrong for someone to come to that conclusion that mm-hmm. oh a a, a boy a, a person who's a biological male who now has feelings that they want to be a woman might have some kind of advantage in sports it makes sense on a surface and it's not till you unravel it that it becomes yeah. sort of unreasonable so it's yeah. it's that's a perfect example of somewhat of someone who could reach the wrong conclusion but be a well-meaning person. And that's the kind of person you have to get to to say, no, here's why. Explain it calmly without judging the wrong conclusion that they came to. Then if they persist and they're not willing to listen to reason, then you can say, okay, this person's an asshole. And close the door. But it's worth the attempt. And that's why I was answering Dusty's question, what's the solution? To me, that's the solution. Make the attempt to bridge the gap between people with bad thinking and to get them to the good kind of thinking. And then there's some of those people will not cross that bridge because they're just inherently fucking assholes. And then you're done with them. Shut those people out of your life. But be kind. Like, try to be kind is, is the best way to put it. Try to be kind. Sometimes you can't do it. Uh, yeah. I think that's a good, good place to uh, start talking about our Spotify playlist. <laughs> what a segue. Yeah. Try to be a better person by listening to the music we recommend. How about that? RIP stands for Rob introduces playlist. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to add the playlist link. Actually, I realize I don't know why I didn't have it before uh, on our RIPLivecast.com. So that'll be another oh. way to uh, access the playlist. And every week we each pick a song. We add it. We have over 400 songs on this playlist, a whopping 29 hours of music, personally handpicked. By the three of us, Noah's picks are in there. Some of our guests' picks. Mm-hmm. And my pick this week, I'm continuing with my uh, electronic music vibes with a band, a group from France called Hard Corpse. This is the Spotify algorithm figuring Corpse like out. dead body? C-O-R-P-S, like, oh, like core. corporations. That yeah. core, I think. Oh, yeah. it is? Especially if it's from France. Marine Corps. Okay. Marine yeah. Corps is spelled like that. Oh, Maybe okay. I'm wrong. I might be wrong. No, I, I think you're right, Darren. I think you're, you're right. right. Hardcore. Okay, fair. That makes sense. Uh, it's this French uh, electronic group. They have an amazing uh, vocalist. She Her voice is beautiful. Like, it's really, really nice. She sings in French. I don't know what the fuck she's saying, but it's really good. And then there, there's just this one song on the album, which is the one that... Uh, Spotify kind of threw into my algorithm, which doesn't really sound like the rest of the album, and it's a really, really fun... It sounds like a lost Africa Bambata track. Oh. <laughs> like, it's like that kind of 
funkiness. You got my attention. And um, so, and the whole album is really, really good. I've been listening to it a lot. Uh, hardcore. It's from 1990. Oh, uh, oh wow. So uh, I really like it. Uh, so I, I hope you enjoy it. That's my pick. Dusty Cameron, Rhodes you- Muffler wants to know if you listen to Skinny Puppy. Uh, I've been listening to Skinny Puppy. I've been getting into it a little bit. Uh, I feel like it's they're a group that I should like, but it's kind of it feels a little basic bitch to me. To be oh, and it's I feel like I want to like I'm, I've been listening to them a bit. I have this whole playlist of, of artists that I I know I should be into more, like them, Frontline Assembly. Frontline Assembly, I like. I, I think I like more than uh, than, than a Skinny Puppy. KMFDM and like KMFDM, I've I've always really enjoyed. They're great. They they're exactly what they should sound like. <laughs> Did we ever discover the true meaning of KMFDM? Because when I was a kid, they always said it was a kill motherfucking Depeche yeah, Mode. And that's also know, what I've heard. I don't know if that's true though. Kein Merhit für die Mitteld, loosely translated for "No pity for the majority." Okay, gotcha. Okay. That sucks. I was kind of hoping it was that. That's probably some. Something, uh, why something. would anybody want to kill motherfucking Depeche Mode? Depeche Mode rules. I'm not anti Depeche Mode in the slightest. I really like Depeche. I would. I like. I would think. I just thought that was funny. Came. Yeah, I thought it was okay, funny. Okay. Someone would name their band. That. Yeah, that's all. Not That's against fair. it at all. If someone said kill I'm, motherfucking Metallica, I would think that was funny too. I, like I could it. also see like them not using that and then somebody guessing that and I'm thinking, you know, that's actually better than what it actually stands for. Let people believe that. <laughs> yeah. That's more clever than what we came up with. So sure. Or like the band MDC, every album MDC stood for something different, just like with us RIP stands for something different. So KMFDM, it's more letters, so it's more difficult, but you could have it stand for something else every album. Get creative with it. All right. So uh that was Darren. My, what did you pick, Darren? Uh well, Nas just released an album uh, this week, and it's called King's Disease Three. And there's a bonus track on that where he mentions uh, the New York Mets, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, and also samples the entrance music for the New York Mets uh, closer, Edwin Diaz, Timmy Trumpet's awesome. uh, Narco. So I, I played that track. I haven't heard the rest of the album, but this track is really great. And Nas has a incredible track record of not missing. So I'll be anxiously listening to that. But this is a banger. It's awesome. And he's a uh, huge Mets fan, by yes. the way. Grew up in uh, in Queensbridge, which is probably, what, like four miles from City Field? Yeah, very close. So. And props to him for not just doing the lame mainstream thing of being a Yankee fan anyway. He actually stuck to his Queens roots. I did see does. I did see a very disappointing one single picture of him wearing a Yankees hat. Uh, but if you look at the – I don't know why. Maybe he uh, lost a bet with Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things uh but it, it, you'll see that it, there are images uh if you scour the internet there's just dozens and dozens mm-hmm. of, he represents the mets all the time so props to him for that he's probably oh. the most prominent rapper that's fabulous was another one yeah but yeah and nas is definitely that yeah mm-hmm. i will say in the new season of rami every episode he's got a mets hat on so props oh. to rami cool uh, and my song pick was a song by the band That Dog, which it's one of my favorite songs by any band, song Never Say Never, which I I must have put it on our playlist when we actually had 
music breaks, but I'd never put it on this playlist. And I thought it was about fucking time. And so that's what I did. It's like a poppy, punky, synthy, violin y, great band song. And now the lead singer does like TV themes and scores. Like her and the lead singer of Shudder to Think did all the music and score and theme song for uh, Yellow Jackets. So that's what Anna Waronker of That Dog does now, but her band was also fantastic. And I think I actually bought this CD when it came out at the Tower Records you worked at, Darren, back in the day. I'm, I'm not sure if you were there or not. I did not know you what, at the time. What year was this? Uh, must have been like 97? Uh, no, I worked there in yep. 19, early 90s. Okay. Oh, and are we done? I'm sorry. I was going to... Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I, just, I uh, love that song. It's great. Rob, I wanted two things. There's a couple of things in the chat I wanted to point out to you. Uh, Dusty, I know you I must know this band, but he's asking if you listen to Skinny Puppy. It's like the, the next level after you enter uh, industrial music with Nine Inch Nails. Are you a Skinny Puppy fan? Darren, did you just black out five minutes ago? <laughs> what? We we talked about, I talked about this. <laughs> oh, I might have missed it. Sorry. Yeah. I said they were a little gristle, bitch. I didn't. I'm sorry, Rob. No, I, I thought I heard you say I heard you say they're basic bitch, but I thought you were talking about KMFDM. No, this was no, no, before. No, no. before I, I think I this is how the KMFDM came up. I'm sorry, yeah, I must I have missed that 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 line about skinny puppy. Sorry, I didn't black out. I apologize. Oh, about the uh, you no, mentioned Rob, right. Robin Gristle. Uh, I haven't listened to Throbbing Gristle yet, but just on the name name alone, uh, I will absolutely. I, I love the name, so I'm into it. Throbbing Gristle is another one of those bands that I know from my my exploits at record stores that I would mm -hmm. recommend to you without knowing anything of what they sound like, just knowing the genre and what. Just the, yeah, it sounds like exactly what I want to. <laughs> but I, that reminds me though, I have another another band that I I this one I do know kind of know what they sound like and they're not bad, but I would I, this one I also picked up from working in record stores that you might like. Sid might like this band or may know this band. Steel Pole Bathtub. I know the name. I've never heard them. Like kind of like uh, low lo-fi rock, I would say. Lo-fi. I don't know what to, how to call it, how to describe it. Quick what about Revolting Cox? Nope. <laughs> that's a that's a good name. Yeah. Let's try out this is our homework. Let's all try out Steel Pole Bathtub. And see all right. Like it. Okay. Don't shit in the Steel Pole Bathtub though. <laughs> well, Steel Pole Bathtub is just one of my all-time favorite band names. I just think it's it just evokes an image immediately. Yeah. Like, Another good one. You ever hear of the Bloody Stools? No. And their cover, I think they have only one album, and their cover is like literal stools in a bar flipped over with like uh, ah. with blood on them. God damn. All right. I don't have, and by the way, that one I have no idea what kind of music they are. Yeah. I think maybe punk. Not 100% sure. Let me double check that. All right. And uh, we also, of course, have a Patreon. Five bucks a month gets you two bonus episodes a month. And guess what? Both bonus episodes are up for this month. A little early. We just posted it last night. We recorded a roundtable, a one-hour discussion about the new Weird Al biopic, Weird. And spoiler, all of us really liked it. And uh, you get to hear fun little anecdotes from all of us about our first times listening to Weird Al. And what we thought of the movie, our favorite jokes. It was a fun conversation. We got that in there. We have uh, 
a new episode of us doing answering Chuck Klosterman's hypotheticals where they're just fun, unique scenarios. And we have to kind of answer how we would react to such scenarios. And then, of course, we have plenty of movies that we've done watch-alongs to. If you're looking for a nice binge, watch a movie with us. Most of them are bad movies that we make better. Like we watch the MGK movie, Good Morning, which, woo, woo, but we had some good riffs on it. And uh, we watched the movie Tiptoes, starring <laughs> oh uh, literally an all-star cast, Matthew McConaughey, Gary Oldman. Who else was in it? Uh, Peter Dinklage. And it's David where Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman plays a little person, so he's literally acting on his knees the entire movie. It's fucking weird. And uh, plenty of good stuff. We also did a watch-along. This was really fun. Of the Terry Funk versus Onita exploding barbed wire cage match. Uh, We had a really fun time talking about that. We did a watch-along of the Lemmy documentary, which got a little uncomfortable at some points the and Nazi so there's stuff. there's plenty that of was the case of uh, some of us expressing kindness to someone espousing possibly problematic viewpoints and we tried yes. to give them the benefit of the doubt although it's yeah. too late to convince Lemmy of his error of his ways well, <laughs> by god we tried so uh yeah so Head up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash RIP Alive Cast, five bucks a month. And for ten dollars, you get to become a top live cast fan and you get a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. How should we do it, folks? Two options for you. Uh, we can do it as uh Sharon Osborne uh sending her army of egg throwers <laughs> to hit our live cast patrons, or uh, Bruce Dickinson telling them each to not smoke a particular kind of drug. That was going to be my suggestion <laughs> as well, the Bruce Dickinson scolding. Oh, Eric, if you're going to snort the cocaine, do it in the back room with laws. Oh, Benjamin, you need to do a little methy meth. Don't do it in front of me. Dan, oh, do your cocaine elsewhere. I already used cocaine. Yeah, that's okay. Sam, I am. You're being a little touchy-feely. I don't like when people do molly in front of me. Get out of here. You could also Mindy. do different strains of weed. Mindy Mayes Kipper, don't smoke that purple haze in front of me. I thought the strain was discontinued years ago. Janda, what's that cheap shit you're smoking? It's affecting my lungs. Get out of here. I enjoy a nice sour diesel myself. I am a sativa man, but not during a show. Ramaganoush, a.k.a. Justin, you're smoking that Zaza, as they say, and I don't need to smell it. What is Zaza? Uh, it's short for za is short for exotics, so it's like the high end. <laughs> That's the new slang, Sid. I'm teaching oh you what the kids god. say. Oh my god, Rob of Vampiro, you've done enough catnip. Hugo likes tacos, and Hugo apparently loves the payout. 
Lando Danks is smoking that dank ass kush. I thought Lando Danks might be smoking Lando Lake's butter. <laughs> oh, no. It's laced with That's something. delicious. And LaCroix, put down the DMT. You are already elevated. Corey and Scotty H, don't do drugs. Doug Pigman, pork isn't the only thing you're smoking. Douglas, who are you, Levison? I need you to put down the pipe. And hey, guys, it's Josh Licking Toads. It's our show. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. I wanted to add one thing. I looked up the bloody stools and listened to four minute seconds of it. And I'm surprised to report this. It's like cock rock. It's like the rat or something. Uh, it just sounds like very like heavy rock. When is like it from? Uh, well, it has to be before the early. It has to be like at at the latest early nineties because huh. that's when I discovered them in my job. Interesting. Yeah, would never have thought that. Give it a listen. Next week, it's going to be an all bloody stools playlist. Yes. All right. All right. That's our show, folks. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you. Bye.